0: Now, here's Matt Mosley. Howdy Matt Mosley. Love all those partners and uh, really appreciate Alan Samuels and, and uh, Dodge Chrysler, uh, Jeep, Ram, of course. Those trucks are amazing. And uh, this man knows his way around Frisco in a truck. It is uh, none other than Keith Tejada, the first family of defensive backs in Collin County, and, uh, boy, they've spread into Tarrant County and uh, McLennan County. Keith DeHata, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Great to have you.
1: Hey, Matt, thank you so much for inviting me and giving me an opportunity to come out and talk about the TCU-Baylor robbery and, and my boys. I mean, it's much, much appreciated. Thank you so much.
0: Well, it's a, it's a wonderful family. You're a lot of fun, and uh, you have uh, – You've blessed both of these universities with uh, what Ranthony was able to do at TCU. It's funny. I don't know if it's – Keith, to you it may seem like it's gone by pretty quickly. But I I feel like there's been a Tejada in my life, either <laughs> against my team or for my team, for like going on 10 years now. I mean, that has to be a, the coolest experience for a parent to have now watched. And, of course, you have another Tejada. Uh, over at at North Texas now, but to watch these guys in the Big Twelve over the past seven eight years is I, that has to be one of the coolest things a parent could could have happen.
1: Yes, it, it's been really cool. What a, what a blessing it's been to see both boys. Who Ranthony was a little bit more highly recruited than Raleigh, but to when you look at what those boys uh, accomplished and the coaches that took a chance on undersized kids who were never offered by the bigger programs like Texas and Oklahoma. And, and you know, they basically was limited to Texas and to TCU and Baylor. And, and when Raleigh finishes up his career between those two, they're probably going to have almost probably 300 tackles between the two of them. Ranthony was eighth all-time in the Big 12 in pass breakups. Uh, he beat Texas four straight year, four years that he was at TCU. Raleigh's beat Texas twice. If that's the measuring stick, and of course in Texas, which we know it's not right now, but it's been so much fun. Now it is a lot of stress when you when you're the parent <laughs> when you're the parent of a DB, a kid playing in a Big Twelve game with the high pressure and and passionate fan base, your kid could be the one give up the game winning touchdown. Or could be the one that gets benched for poor performances. So it's a it's a lot of fun. So you got to enjoy the highs, and you got to be able to accept the lows, knowing that it comes with the territory.
0: <laughs> now, what did you do when they both uh, they played each other? I think I've seen a photo of Ranthony in a TCU uniform and Raleigh in his Baylor uniform for the parents. What was uh, what what was that like? Do you do you have to to wear kind of a combination of colors? How did you handle that?
1: Well, I I think I wore the the TCU shirt and my wife wore the Baylor. We we split it up. And um my it was a we call it the best day of our life cuz my mom and dad um, you know who were up in age were able to come out and a lot of my family came out that day and watched both boys and And kudos to Matt Rue. I mean, he was so good to us that day. He, You know, they were in pregame warm-up, and I was on the sideline because it was senior day for Rant, and it was his last day. And Raleigh was actually coming off of a back injury, and they were letting him play. He had uh, Fran Brown, his corners coach at the time, had inserted him into the lineup, and he said, I'm going to let you play against your brother's team. And when they were warming up, Matt Rue called Raleigh to the side and said, screw this, go hang out with your family, go take pictures with your family. And that those are the pictures that, that you've seen. And all because of Fran Brown and Matt Rue, they just, they just understood what the moment was like for our family, to have those two boys on the field, to have my, my wife and my other son there and my mom and dad there. And they let Raleigh come and, and co-mingle with us on senior day. So, yeah, wow. and I was... I was really rooting for both because TCU had a lot more to play for than Baylor at that particular time. So I wanted TCU to win, I wanted Baylor to win, but I also wanted Raleigh to play well because he was a young player and I knew he needed to build some confidence in a game like that.
0: Talking to Keith Tejada, father of uh, Raleigh uh, from Baylor, Ranthony from TCU. Now, tell me, raising these uh, these athletic sons, uh, what, a, what a great family it is. At what age did they start kind of focusing on? Uh, I, I'm sure at some point they either played running back or receiver because so many DBs right. do play on that side. When did they kind of uh, start moving over, and, and, and did you think, okay, I think their future in college is probably over on the defensive side?
1: You know, you know what, Ranthony really led the charge because he was so good as a running back. He could play DB, but he was so good as a running back. And I was like, Lord, he's skinny. He's not going to last in high school. But he was so good his freshman year as a cornerback and a running back. And we didn't know which one he was going to play. And to be honest, I wasn't even thinking about Division One football, or recruiting, or anything like that. And one day, he, Ranthony had – these boys were blessed with a great coach named Terry Grayson, who coaches out, who was the defensive secondary coach at Salina High School. And he was at Centennial High, Frisco Centennial High at the time. And we were at a basketball game, and he tapped me on the shoulder. This was going into Ranthony's sophomore year. And he said, hey, man, I tell you what, I think your son is going to have a chance to start on the varsity team as a cornerback, he said his footwork is phenomenal and I'm going to give him the opportunity. I think he's going to be the best defensive back we have in the program. And that's kind of where it took off. They, you know, I said, okay, well, if you're going to do that, we're going to get him some work. And, you know, we start working with certain, uh, defensive back coaches. And that was before it was real popular then. And, uh, And so he went out there, and the guy ahead of him that he was splitting time with got hurt, and the rest is history. And Ranthony was just fantastic. And I think what happened was Raleigh fed off of that. Raleigh saw his brother. He saw how hard he worked. Uh, They practiced together. They worked together. They started going to uh, defensive back coaching drills, coaches who could coach him on drills. And then Rantan got so good as a DB in a return, I said, oh, God. And I said, you know, he might can play college ball here. But the problem was he was really skinny. And I, I knew that he had something. One day I was at a baseball practice for one of my younger boys in Virginia Tech called. Um, and that was going into his senior year. And the defensive back coach at Virginia Tech Uh, called me and said, look, man, I'm looking at your son, and he really has something special here. And we'd like to see him up here. And so that's something I took him up there and he did really good. And then on the way back, he said, Dad, I can't really see myself up here. And then it just got better and better because he was on a really good team at Centennial.
0: When did you find out how much Baylor and TCU didn't like each other? Did it Did did it take you any time at all, or did you recognize it immediately, like even during uh, Ranthony's recruitment?
1: During Ranthony's recruitment, I knew it because, you know, um, Jim Gush recruited Ranthony, and, of course, he's an intense recruiter. and, And then we had Garrett Patterson on the TCU side. And uh, some of the coaches over there, I can't remember the corners coach name at that time, but I knew it was some tense, some, some tension there, uh, in between the two, but I didn't know how bad it really was until the sixty-three fifty-eight game. That's when it really opened my, then <laughs> the sixty-three fifty-eight game. That's when I knew these schools hate each other. And, and, um, it was a back and forward game, and and you know every time I go down the Baylor, I tell you a little story. Every time I go down to Baylor, they have this big picture of Ranthan in the back corner of the Baylor end zone, trying to defend Corey Coleman, which that catch tied the game. And I mm-hmm. said, Oh Lord, he's never going to play again. And um, and. You know, that that kind of got them back in the game and tied the game up, and they eventually went on and got the game-winning field goal. But the intention in the air of that game, the passion from both fan bases was just out of the roof, and that's something that I will never forget. And that's when I knew that it was bad. And I'll tell you another story. Uh, A year later, I think it was Rantham's junior year, um, I thought I was really good friends with the Baylor coaches because they was on the Raleigh at that time. And TCU went to Baylor to play at Baylor. And the first person they targeted was a bum on Ranthony. And, um, and they, they threw a, a, a bum on Ranthony and, and they scored. I think it was the first or second play of the game. So it didn't matter to me that they liked me or they were recruiting my son. They were trying to beat TCU, and they would humiliate anybody that got in their way, including my son at, at uh, TCU. So yeah, that's I, from the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
0: right. Well, you know, one of the things, uh, cornerbacks have to have those short memories, and, um, right. and your guys, your kids are kind of wired that way. And, I mean, that right. BYU guy was amazing. They had a couple of guys that just could play those deep balls, and it's hard. When when you're well, back there all alone like that, that is right. tremendously hard. But it takes right. a special person because you literally have to shake that off and come back right. and play. And if you let that hang around, it can ruin a game. And and that's why right. I think your guys are wired the right way.
1: Right. Let, let me tell you, that that BYU game, I, I can think of two really – if you want to call them bad games that Raleigh's had since he's been playing at Baylor, it was probably the Oklahoma State COVID game where they just really weren't prepared to play, mm-hmm. and uh, because you know COVID was in the facility that week, and uh, and then the uh, the BYU game, I think he was doing fine until that first catch. But you know, I try to tell people on that that first catch that BYU had. Robert was on that guy's back shoulder. Mm
0: -hmm. But just
1: think, you know, you're a DB and you're running full speed down the field with somebody and that ball is underthrown by about five to 10 yards. Well, it's going to be an advantage to the receiver. That's just my opinion. Because you got to try to stop what you're doing. You're not used to balls being underthrown. You're trying to prevent that guy from catching over, shoulder throwing, going for a touchdown. But, But here's the thing that I'm really proud of him on in that game. He competed. He did not give up a touchdown in that game. BYU put up 61 on Virginia the other night. And so even if they make these catches and these great catches downfield that you know is going to give uh, a team momentum, you still got to compete. Make the tackle. Give your defense a second chance to get a stop. And, and sometimes it works and sometimes it don't. But that was the one thing that I was proud of, and you're, you're exactly right. If you don't have a sharp memory, you're going to be mm-hmm. miserable back there because once they catch one on you, they're going to come at you until you stop it. And and uh, and and these boys have seen a lot of games. Uh, Raleigh's played probably when he finished. He'll be played in over 50 games at Baylor. And uh, Ranthony, I think, played in 45 at TCU. So they've seen enough where I feel like they, they have the confidence where they can come back and continue to compete.
0: Well, I tell you, it's uh, it's going to be exciting. It'll be another fun one tomorrow, and uh hope to get to see you in person over there. Keith, yeah. great to talk to you. You're, you've become a, a great part of the Baylor family. Just know how much we appreciate you, and uh, thanks for hopping on today.
1: I, I love Baylor. So much good that's happened to my family has come from Baylor, and the fan base is so fun. And I love meeting old-timers at the game that tell me old stories about Baylor. And, and, you know, you can just talk football with Baylor people. I just really enjoy them and appreciate them. And thank you so much for inviting me on today. It's fun to talk to you.
0: You bet. There he goes. Become a good friend of mine. It is Keith Tejada, the uh, father of uh, Raleigh and Ranthony Tejada, two of the top defensive backs we've seen in the Big 12. It is-